If you like baseball, then this is your show. Noah and Brian and Adam will host. Trashing on the umps and making hot takes. We love Joe Panic because he rakes. Yeah! It's non-stop baseball podcast. It's non-stop baseball Hello and welcome back to episode 73 of the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. Playoffs. It is indeed time for playoffs. Wild card around the corner. It's a late episode. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. We planned it this way because if we had released it on Sunday, there would have still been games to play and playoff things wouldn't have been settled. But now they're settled, so now we can talk about playoffs and actually know what's happening. You're welcome. We can get to the good stuff. We can the get stuff to that the matters. good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, Brian, how are you feeling? Dude, I'm feeling great. One thing I want to say real quick is it's kind of wild how uh, the MLB Twitter accounts eliminated the Giants before they were eliminated. The disrespect. But uh, it is what it is. Giants are the eighth team ever to not have a winning season after winning 100 games. That's uh, not a group you want to be a part of. <laughs> Yeah, not ideal, um, especially not after the way that we predicted them to go. Uh, we'll we'll have to. I, I have uh, an entire spreadsheet where I have tallied up our original predictions uh, preseason. We will go over those at some point uh, with Noah, who is uh, that'll not... be an off-season episode. Oh, absolutely. And um, we can add in yeah. our bad playoff predictions that I'm sure we're gonna make. <laughs> oh, they're gonna be excellent predictions. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I am Adam, joined with Brian. No Noah today for playoffs, but don't worry, we have his predictions, so we will be able to roast them come end of playoffs. Um, but of course, before playoffs, there were a few extra games that still got played, and a little bit of news that happened uh, towards the tail end of the season. We're going to blitz through those a little quickly. Um, some really big re-signing news, actually. Uh, Semi-surprising, maybe not super surprising. Uh, Phil Nevin and the Angels have agreed that uh, he will remain Angels manager for at least another year. Um, and that kind of news came right off the tail end of Shohei Otani avoiding the arbitration process. He signs a one-year deal for $30 million, and he will stay with the Angels for another year. Um, Which... Yeah, how do we feel I about kinda that? I kind of want to see. I want to see Otani go to arbitration one year just to see how absurd the number comes out at. It would be dumb. <laughs> yeah, it and would be also, a dumb like, number. Yeah, and the like Phil Nevin returning. I don't know if I was an Angels fan, I would have kind of liked them to be like, we're not saying no to him, but we're gonna like interview some other people. I think it's yeah. interesting that they just directly gave him the job. Yeah, it is surprising. And now, that being said, I don't doubt that they had other people that they were talking to. Uh, they were just probably yeah. not public about it. I am surprised that it came right before the end of the season. This is just, normally something yeah. I would have expected to see, you know, either a couple weeks after the season ends, something like that. Um, either way, it's, I mean, it is what it is. It's only, it's, it's, just, it's only one more year. It's not like they penned him to like 10. Um yeah. It's but, just like yeah. it seems like they rushed into the decision almost, and that's like the last thing you want to do with your coaching decisions. 
Yeah, well, you know, it's year to year, like everything seems to be for the Angels. <laughs> um, you know, whatever. That's enough talk, because uh, they're not in the playoffs, they suck. Yeah, they are not in the playoffs. Unlucky. Um, some other players not in the playoffs who have officially now retired. We had a couple of, of pretty fun little send-offs. Um, well, Oakland, a legend. Oh, baby, an Oakland legend. Both of them. Yeah, indeed, both Oakland legends. Uh, Steven Vogt. Uh, played his final game uh, today in Oakland, uh, and in his final at bat, uh, hit a home run. Just because perfect way to end a season, and honestly, like his entire like his face and the way that he ran around the bases was so it was really cool to see. Um, but cooler than that, I don't that, know how. Yeah, no, real quick though, I don't know how true it is, but my dad told me that his first ever career at bat there was also home run. Yes, that's I part. was literally about to say it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> his first ever hit, uh, his first ever major league hit, uh, was a home run at the Oakland Coliseum, and he hit it to the exact same spot. Um, Dude, yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Hey, uh, I mean, yeah, Stephen, he's a legend. He was on the Giants for a bit. Love the guy. He's just a great person, and I'm glad to see him go out to those Oakland fans that really cared about him. Yeah, and then Kurt Suzuki, um, if you want to talk about him, another Oakland legend retiring. Today. Yeah, man, dude, Kurt Suzuki played 15 years. That's wild to think about. The dude was like, he was never really a superstar, but he was always a quality catcher. I feel like we saw him in numerous trade deadline deals just be like, we need some veteran help at the catcher. It's like, okay, Kurt Suzuki's going to come and shore it up. But uh, they put him in the Angels and they took him out after the first pitch. He, he caught one pitch and they took him out and he got a standing ovation in Oakland. And I'm not sure if it was the Angels now that I said it. Was it? I think it was. Yeah, it was the Angels. Yeah. I'm right. They're, the Angels were playing the A's. I, I scared myself for a second. But that's cool. Another thing that happened this week, Xander Bogarts hit a tank in his second to last game at Fenway. I'm assuming this is Noah that wrote this. I might cry. If Bogarts yeah. leaves Boston, that is going to be... Very tragic, man. You gotta hold, keep on to your own. And Bogarts is not a player you should let walk. And he's gonna get a bag wherever he goes. Hopefully, it's in Boston. Yeah, you hope so. It would feel wrong to see him anywhere else. But I mean, we kind of said the same thing about like Mookie Betts <laughs> and, and uh, well, Freddie Freeman. Uh, and... <laughs> turns out baseball is a business, and it doesn't always yes. feel good. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no. Oh well. Shout out him. Yep. Uh, here, where do you want to go next? Yeah, I mean, we can go to some of the the ending season storylines. Um, obviously, a lot of pitchers making their final starts. Um, so we get to see you know some final stat lines of some awesome uh, pitchers, also some awesome hitting this year. Um, Sandy Alcantara finishes the year two hundred and twenty eight innings and uh, two thirds pitched with a two two eight ERA. Um, unreal. I know we've talked about him sort of all season long because he's just been that guy. Um, yeah, leads all of baseball in innings pitched and is that good. Like just an absolute workhorse. Super, super impressive. Um, Alec Manoa. Yeah. Alec Manoa guy. I've obviously sung the praises of, um, had a arguably even better season, his first full season in the majors and Alec Manoa finishes, uh, with 196 and two thirds innings and a 2.24 ERA, so slightly better than than Sandy. Um, yeah. By the way, he's 24. 
Yeah, man, that's unbelievable. Wild. Uh, speaking of young kids, the Mets called up Francisco Alvarez, who was the top 10 prospect in baseball. I think he was like number one after all these other kids. I think it's very interesting that they did it in the last week of the season. Yeah, a little surprising. Like, yeah, he's been on the 40 man, so I think he might be able to play in the playoffs because he's been on the 40 man. I have no idea. But it'll be interesting if he makes the playoff roster. But his first career hit was a home run. And man, we need more quality catchers. So if he could be another catcher who could hit, love that. Yeah. Speaking of quality uh, catchers that could hit, Gabriel Moreno, that's the Jays catcher oh, yeah. prospect who got called yeah. up earlier in the season. And he's sort of been back and forth, partly just because the Jays have such good catcher depth. Um, but he finally hit his first career home run um, against the Orioles actually today. Shout out him. Yeah. I mean, dude, we we, could totally see the Jays, by the way, carry three catchers into the playoffs. That's kind of wild if they do that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's crazy that we've gone this long without talking about Aaron Judge. Eh. He officially is the American League home run champion. Yeah, indeed. Breaking Robert Maris' record of 61 with a 62nd home run. Shout out Aaron Judge. This has been an insane season for him. It truly is sad he's going to break this record. And not win You know what? (laughs) I say that. I'm pretty sure he's going to win it, even though I don't think. He's going to win it because he's on the Yankees and did it. And it's, dude, the crazy part is it's hard to even say he doesn't. No, like he didn't earn it. Right. No, I mean, and like, look, I've I've said it before, you know, for for weeks now, it's like whoever wins it deserves it and whoever loses it got snubbed it doesn't matter who like it's it's either way it's it's absurd for one reason or another like they are the two best players in the game this year like we should just give the nl mvp to one of them yep i (laughs) agree it's it's yeah whatever it did take judge a little longer than uh people kind of expected uh they played a Mm -hmm. series in toronto and he just got walked a ton He walked like 11 times in that series. Um, And for some reason, people were angry about that as if the Jays weren't, I don't know, fighting for home field advantage for the wild card. Kind of absurd thing to be angry about. Like, yeah, let's maybe not just dish up freebies to Aaron Judge. Not a good idea when you're in a pretty serious postseason push. Um, But people were mad anyway because we want to watch him hit 62. Yeah. And like building off that, like we were joking around with Albert Pulos and like, I forget who they were playing down the stretch, but like, oh, they should throw him some meatballs. Let him get there. No, the difference with that scenario was, well, even when we said that, yeah, that scenario wouldn't have really affected like the outcome of the playoffs. True. This is a situation where it's a division rival. You're playing for a playoff spot. Like you can't be worried about that. Like you got to be doing what you're doing, right? Yeah. And at the time, like the Jays and Rays, were or maybe it was the Jays in Seattle. Either way, it the Jays and somebody else were like a game apart for the number one wild card spot, which is home field advantage. Like absurd if they were yeah, oh yeah, let's just let's just give up free runs. No, you're not gonna do that. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um but sort of going back to Pujols and people not dishing up anything to him. Obviously Pujols broke uh seven hundred for home runs, but maybe the more impressive record uh, in in my eyes, at least. Um, well, he hit his 703rd home run, which drove in the RBIs to take sole possession of second all-time passing Babe Ruth. 
Yeah, that's wild. That's, that's like unreal. That's a record you say, and you're like, that doesn't even sound real. Like anytime you say anything that involves like Babe Ruth holding the record, it just right. doesn't sound real to me. <laughs> Breaking those kinds of numbers is just it's it's unbelievable. Those are the kinds of numbers that you go, oh, no one was ever going to get those. Mm-hmm. Right. That's and like that's like if somebody. <laughs> It's like if somebody in basketball starts breaking like a Wilt Chamberlain record. You go, no, those aren't supposed to be broken. That's not real. You can't do that. Like, you can't beat a Babe Ruth record. Eh, Pujols did. So, yeah. yeah Sole no. possession is second. Only behind Hank Aaron. Um, who, I mean, has a hitting award named after him. Go figure. It's a reason. Um, but I think Pujols pretty squarely, at least so far. Um, I mean, greatest MLB career that I've been alive to watch all of. Oh, yeah, for sure. Of our lifetimes, he's... I mean, yeah. It's just because of the longevity of it, truthfully. Like, we, I think there's an argument that, like, Trout may be the best player we've been able to witness the entirety of his career. Sure. And if but, Trout like, keeps doing is, it for 10 more years. <laughs> but the thing is, even if Trout keeps doing it for 10 more years, he's spent so much time hurt. I don't know if he'll ever hit the counting stats Polo's got. Yeah, that's maybe the not. thing that's really impressive about it is the health for that amount of time absolutely crazy yeah like yes there were seasons he was the best player in baseball was he the best player in baseball for the majority of his career probably not but he was top 10 the majority of his career putting up insane numbers with the longevity it's just insane yeah absolutely wild uh Anything else we need to talk about before we get into the playoffs? Um, I don't think so. Oh, I mean, maybe a minor update. Tony LaRusa did announce, I think, that he's retiring from like baseball oh. operations. Um, he's he's done. Um, you know, hopefully health improving. Obviously, we we sort of talked about this before. Probably a good idea for him to step down anyway. But hey, maybe the future of the of the uh, White Sox looks a little bit different. Who knows? But yeah, other than that. I don't think we can talk about some playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Uh, where do you want to start with this playoffs? You want to start uh, with the with America's team? We can start with America's team. Why not? You, you know because, which America's team I'm talking about, right? Well, there's America's <laughs> team who is uh, facing up against the only not American team. <laughs> That's oh, okay. America's we, team. We can start there. Yeah. I mean... Everyone has their own opinion, but yes, I will agree. The Mariners are, they are America's team. They are known as America's team. They retain that title. Um, first wildcard series, uh, that I care about Mariners and blue Jays. And of course, as I sort of talked about, Jays were in that fight for home field advantage and they do get it against Seattle. So it will start in Toronto. Um, man, this, all of these series, by the way, are probably going to be awesome series. Like, there's really not a single one of these wild card games that are like, oh, that that team easily wins. Um, this one is no different. Um, I think the I Jays think... take it personally, but man, Whoa. it really could go either way. <laughs> yeah, man. I think the wild card, like by playoffs extending or expanding, that's the right word. I think it's almost made for a better like bracket. Because the first matchups aren't always like, oh, we don't need to care about that. Like, they're yeah. all good matchups. They're all great to watch. Also, best thing Seattle's... that happened to the wild card outside of just having another wild card spot, best thing that happened to the wild card uh, is the fact that it's a three game series. Yeah, you know, one game series were so whack. Like, when the Giants lost theirs last year on a 
Um, uh, why am I blanking on what it's called when you swing, but don't swing? Uh, you check swing, uh, check swing. That wasn't a, a check, check swing. swing call. That wasn't a check swing. <laughs> yeah, that of course is it an absolutely tragic way to lose and end your season. Yeah. Super absurd. And awful one call. One of the, yeah. Yes. A heartbreaking way to um, drop that. So season. when I look at this series and I'm probably going to do this for most of the series, I'm going to say like who I'm giving the offense to who I'm giving starting pitching to and who I'm giving bullpen to. Sure. Yeah. Right. So looking at these lineups, the Seattle Mariners have like the Blue Jays had all the hype last year. And I don't know why the hype, it hasn't died down with the kids, but like, I feel like you hear less about their young core this year. Yeah. I mean, I think part of that is Vladdy had not nearly as massively impressive of a season. Bo Bichette was sort of mixed. Obviously he's wait, wait, wait. I need to slow you down there. No, I know not a massively impressive season. The dude had 816 OPS and hit 30 bombs. (laughs) I know. And that's the crazy thing. He looked off. That's the crazy. Th- that's the crazy. Like, this is like Vladdy's floor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's that good of a hitter. But that's part of the reason that everybody cooled down on him. It was obviously last season. He would have like he was in the same spot that Judge was in. Right. Which is that he yeah. would have won MVP if Shohei didn't exist. Like, yeah, that's how good that season was. Um, and but this year, obviously a far cry from that. And so nobody's really talked about him. Bo Bichette sort of had a down year as well up until the last couple of months where he absolutely went off. Um, I think is why we haven't heard as much about the young kid. I mean, Manoa's, I guess, gotten a little bit more of the attention. Um, his first full season, obviously, being a really good one. But, yeah, I mean, it has cooled off a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, as an offense, I have to give it to the Blue Jays, right? One through nine, they just have a stronger lineup. Yep. Which, interestingly enough, though, if you look at the highest OPS between the two teams it actually is julio rodriguez which is kind of wild him being a rookie 847 ops he's gonna have to be a big piece for the mariners if they're gonna do anything uh i mean we see for blue jays espinal and guriel are on the 10 day il looks like guriel's coming back from what you were saying should be so coming back help i them don't out. think espinal is but we'll see yeah so that'll help them out and i mean dude seattle just Kellenic hit some important, had some important hits down the stretch for them, but he's had a rough season overall. Honestly, not sure if he even ends up making the playoff roster. Hopefully he does. But if you're looking at the Mariners for the offense, they need Ty France, Eugenio Suarez, and Julio Rodriguez, and maybe even Mitch Hanniger to all step up if they really want to have a chance. Uh, and then when I look at starting pitching, it's a three-game series, so I'm just going to look at top three guys, right? We don't really care about four and five. They're just... In this context, they're not important, right? So when I'm looking at the Mariners, I see Luis Castillo or Robbie Ray. One of the two of them will be pitching game one. Did you say who's pitching game one for them? I believe it is Castillo. Okay, Castillo game one, Robbie Ray game two. And then, dude, they have options for game three. They can go Logan Gilbert. They can go Chris Flexen, Marco Gonzalez. They've all had pretty solid years. I mean, Gonzalez had the worst year out of four year A but he's also the oldest, so he has the most experience. Where they go with that, probably Logan Gilbert would be my guess. A little younger, a little fiery. Yep. But uh, you look at the top three for the Blue Jays, Manoa's insane. He's game one. He's had the best (laughs) season of all of them. He's game one. Kevin Gosman is Kevin Gosman. I mean, I love Kevin Gosman. He's such a good pitcher. Yep. Game three is where it gets interesting. It's Ross Stripling. It's Ross Stripling. It's Ross Stripling. 
I mean, you can't pitch Barrios like no <laughs> as much as they would like to because the contract and whatever. You just can't pitch him. Yeah, is what it is. Barrios is an interesting one. I think Barrios is sort of like he's a playoff pitcher on an immensely short leash. Yeah. Like, that's that's just what it is. I, like, they absolutely honestly, will not let him blow up games because he's had a couple I, really good starts where Barrios looks exactly like what that contract would would make you think he pitches like. But he just has that tendency to, like, explode. So I guess this kind of leads into what I was going to say for the bullpen part. Comparing the bullpens, I think it's the Mariners kind of easily. The Mariners have an insanely good bullpen when you look at the stats from this year. I think Jose Barrios might be best out of the pen for the playoffs. I mean, we've seen teams do it before. Take that fourth, fifth starter that might not see a rotation start throughout the normal playoffs and have him yeah. be a bulk inning, fiery guy in the inning. So, Dude, let Barrios come in and crank it up. What were you going to say? Yeah, that? so here's my problem with that. Yeah. The fourth guy, other than Barrios, is Yusei Kikuchi. And Yusei Kikuchi has sort of been removed from starting recently because of so, that exact problem. Yeah. And so if I have to choose between Barrios or Kikuchi starting a game, it's Barrios. Kikuchi has come out of the bullpen recently and actually looked pretty good out of the pen. I think that the Jays, sort of you're talking about that typically we see in playoffs that we really only get a four-man rotation. The Jays kind of are already there. They're already doing so, that. <laughs> the second part of that is you see a four-man or a three-man rotation in the playoffs. With the off days, sure. a lot of teams have been able to make a three-man play rotation work. I think if I'm the Blue Jays, you try for I a don't three. See, I don't see how you do a four-man. Yeah. Like, maybe I mean, in the second series, when it's a best of five, and if it becomes absolutely, like, necessary, you need that extra day of rest. I get it. But I just, I don't know if I'd want to see a fourth pitcher out there. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, interestingly, I actually think if I had to guess, if I really had to guess what happens, I actually think that one of the bullpen guys who doesn't normally start, like, ever, just gets to start. And honestly, we're we're ahead of ourselves because sure we might not even series. get there. We <laughs> yeah. don't even need to worry about a fourth guy right now. <laughs> so let, let's backtrack it a bit, though. Sure. Top three versus top three. Right now, I'm leaning giving it to Seattle for starting pitching, but it's very sure. close. Like, honestly, I think it's probably safe to say it's a push. Sure. And here's and then, what I will say is important about that, though. I am so confident in the Jays. I don't even think the third matters. Oh, you think it's Jays and two? I think Jays and two. And because Ooh. of that, I don't think that this third pitcher problem even is is a problem. At least okay. not for the wild card. And, I mean, I already said it earlier. I'm giving the bullpen to the Mariners. I just really like their bullpen. Fair. They got some guys there. Uh, and the Blue Jays, like, they have some top guys. But after their top guys, kind of nervous. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to feel about them. Uh I think I'm going to give it to Blue Jays, but in three. I think the Mariners are just so exciting. It hurts me to say it. Uh, <laughs> I think the Mariners win the Robbie Ray start. No, I'm saying they win game one. I think the Mariners come out hot and the Blue Jays come back. That's okay, wild. See what, you think they take out Noah. Noah says that. Yeah, Noah says uh, 
Noah says, I don't like Gosman leaving his most recent start with the blister issue. True. Me being a Giants fan, watching Gosman for a while, I'm not worried about that. He does that all the time. Yep. Uh, give me the three Mariners. In, give me the Mariners in three with a great Luis Castillo start in game one. And, of course, an impactful big <laughs> dumper dinger. We forgot about talk about the big dumper. Oh, my Cal- God. Rayleigh? Right? Rally, Did I say yeah. that right? Rally? Rally, Rayleigh. Dude. To call yourself the big dumper, that is a power move. And I will never <laughs> refer to him as any like I hope when they do the player nickname jerseys again, he can put big dumper on his Oh, jersey. that would be phenomenal. <laughs> so um, I think Noah yeah. is kind of with me. We're both seeing thinking Luis Castillo comes out and dominates game one. Sure. And that's not to say Manoa will do bad. Uh, like, yeah. Obviously, I think game game one is gonna be a like one zero game, in my opinion. Maybe, but I also think that <laughs> I also I also just think that like Manoa dominating the Mariners lineup looks like zero runs. And I think that Castillo dominating the Jays lineup looks like more than zero runs. Like the Jays lineup is just too good. Holding them to zero is just not something that you expect if, or ever predict. If Castillo's dominating, he can blank the Blue Jays. We'll if see. He's dominating. Yeah. Castillo is that good. He has the power pitches. Uh, I was going to go with Robbie Ray, but the Blue Jays lineup is so right-handed stacked. I ended all up changing. Basically to... all righties. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up changing. I do not like the Robbie Ray matchup for the Mariners, and I think, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Let's move on to the other American League series. Indeed. My, my Cleveland Guardians. Uh-huh versus the tampa bay rays and since we uh did noah's little segment last last time let's do his segment first yeah we have overlooked the rays all year they have dealt with so much and never stopped being the rays facts and this is why he's going with the guardians because he wants to be a like a smart person jk raisin too apparently he wants me to hate him uh josh naylor is gonna have an early home run and cleveland will explode but then the Rays will just keep being the Rays. And I think assuming the Rays will just keep being the Rays is a very, very, very safe assumption. It, they it, are <laughs> the model of consistency in baseball. They really are. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah. He he says Raisin 2. I, I would argue maybe Raisin 3. Um, I, I think that Cleveland... Cards in 2. Um. I think that uh, I think that Cleveland scraps out probably game one, um, but I don't. I just uh, I don't. Man, the Rays got the Rays got Tyler Glasnow back at really the perfect time. Um, yeah, no, Tyler Glasnow coming back is a massive addition for them at this point in the year. So when I look at the Rays lineup, they have a more consistent lineup. Sure, like all their guys are like 700, 800 OPS, just a bunch of studs all around. They're going to put their best matchup out there every day. But man, dude, the Guardians are the youngest team in baseball. They grind at bats. And the thing is, if you're looking at these lineups on both these teams, there's only one player who I think can truly take over a series with his bat. And that is Jose Ramirez. Ramirez. Nobody else offensively in this game could completely change the series in a way Jose Ramirez could. Yeah. And like I because of that Jose Ramirez factor, 
because they had the studs to get on a base ahead of him in a Steven Kwan, a Andres Jimenez, a Med Rosario, who's been insane the second half, and Josh Naylor cleaning him up behind him. Dude, I like the Guardians lineup. Yeah. No, I, I and I, I do, as much as I, I still believe that I think the Rays have this series, I also think something definitely worth talking about. The Rays have lost their last five to end the season. And Cleveland has won seven of their last ten to end the season. So the, you can the go beyond Guardians, that from the stats I was saying last. Sure, sure. Too. Guardians are coming in a lot hotter, for, like absolutely, um, than than Tampa is. I also just think that part of you know Rays being Rays and part of you know Guardians grinding out games and Guardians being the youngest team in baseball. Man, Tampa's been here before. Cleveland has not. They have the experience. Yeah, <laughs> Cleveland has not. No, the whole different yeah, that, ball game here. It is a different ball game in the playoffs, and I will give that to you. And, and I like. Yeah, I also think offense. Yeah, yeah. Offense overall, I'm gonna give it to the Rays. Right, I'd be dumb not to. They just have the experience. They have a lot of talented bats. Sure. I'm gonna give it to the Rays slightly, but I just wanted to really point out that Jose Ramirez could affect this series in a way nobody else could. Yeah, offensively. Totally. I think they uh, they've totally got those that kind of ability that I mean, Cleveland totally has that ability. I, I will also throw in the wild card of I do think Cleveland probably takes game one, but I, I do think that uh, Cleveland in playoff trop, <laughs> the trop does things to you. <laughs> that place is weird. Cleveland's uh, not ready for it. <laughs> I would like to point out. Cleveland doesn't have to go to the drop. Oh, is it actually all three in Cleveland? Is that how they set yes, up the I'm series? I'm pretty sure the wildcard games are three games at one place. I thought it was two and one. Maybe I'm wrong. I may be really faded, <laughs> but games location. I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that they see. were all locked in. Nope, it's two and one. Oh, wait, oh. no, it's not. No, you're right. Yeah, it is I'm, all three. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's all three because it's not enough where it makes sense to travel. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I could have sworn it was two and one. So never mind. Uh, so, Tropicana Field, the weirdness of it is, uh, we will not see it in wildcard. And <laughs> Terry Francona with uh, one of my favorite quotes. Let me look it up. Uh, <laughs> he's talking about how the Rays have to come into our place, right? Yep. And they don't get to go home. The uh, Rays finished their season nine games on the road and are going straight to Cleveland. So they don't even get to go home. And I can't find his quote right now, but his quote was essentially, they don't have any fresh underwear. How are you <laughs> going to play good without fresh underwear? Francona, the man's got a point. <laughs> acting like washing machines don't exist. <laughs> hey, that, there's a difference between your like fresh underwear at home and like clean underwear on the road. Two different things. Some little home. But I think he has like slight point. Like they've been on the road nine straight games going straight into Cleveland. That's true. Cleveland's hot. Dude, I'm taking Cleveland in two. I think they're going to come out and wow them. That's but uh, before we just fully get into that, <laughs> uh, let's go to starting pitching. Uh, I'm going to start with the Guardians. We got Shane Bieber, yep. who's a stud. Tristan McKenzie, who's a stud. And then probably Cal Quantrill pitching game three for the Guardians. And then for the Rays, they're probably going McClanahan game one, right? Yep. Class now game two. Game two. And I would guess Rich Hill game three, which might be wild to say. Ooh. I mean, who I... else do they trust for game three? Uh, 
I don't know. It could be a bunch of people. It could be Jeffrey Springs, maybe. I'm not going to lie. I have no clue who that is. Jeffrey I'm Springs? I'm pretty sure he's a reliever looking at it now. <laughs> yeah. No, I he... I think he, I think they, I literally think they do it. He's, he's pitched really, really well. And I think that in a game three, you just say, why not? He doesn't have a single game started all year. Uh, so I'm going to have to side on the side of, they're probably not going to do that. Nah, I'm uh, saying maybe they do Luis it. Patino, their young kid. He didn't do bad Four three ERA and 15 games started. I don't know where the Rays go game three. Honestly, if it, it could goes be game anybody. Three, I think if it goes game three, I like the guardians for sure just because there's question marks on the raised side in my mind. Uh, from a bullpen side, it's impossible not to give the bullpen to the Rays, even though saying that, I really like the Guardians' bullpen. Emmanuel Classe is a stud. They have Wild Thing Jr. out of the bullpen, which, how's that ever a bad thing? And that's a James Karen check, just for those <laughs> who don't know. But Wild Thing Jr., that just... The tight pants. How do you think of anything else? I'm sorry. Also, I love. Uh, sorry, I love how you say that. Like, oh, Jeffrey Springs has not made a start. He's made like 25. What are you on about? Okay, the thing I'm looking at for this season has zero games started, 43 games out of the pen, and that's the 2022. I'm looking at the 2021 roster. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at uh literally like two days ago. I'm looking at the Guardians 2022. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at like okay, two days Jeffrey ago Springs. when he started against the oh. Red Sox. Oh. <laughs> I skipped over Rasmussen. He's starting game three. Yeah, could be Rasmussen as well. And why would I say Rich Hill? I'm so confused. I don't know why you said Rich oh Hill. My. I should have corrected you on that, but I didn't. So I was looking at 2021 roster and I saw the stats. And I was like, I didn't think he was pitching like for the race. What? No. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, just let it again, go. I still think it's Jeffrey Springs. I, I think Rasmussen's fantastic. And I think he's probably actually maybe the better choice. But I think they just do Springs just because they can. He's and that would be a very raised thing to do. They're yep. weird. They are uh, weird. <laughs> okay. Now that I'm looking at the 2022 raise and not the 2021 raise, uh -huh. 2022 raise, I'm taking the the uh, Guardians offense over them. Okay, sure. Like, looking at the 2021 raise, all their OPSs <laughs> were like 700, 800. Looking at the 2022 raise, that's not the case. This offense, I mean, I'm assuming it's been the reason they've been struggling. But, like, yeah, I'm taking Guardians offense. I'll give the bullpen to the Rays. Starting pitching, you could say, is a push. I'm taking the Guardians in this. I say two games, but if it goes to a third game, I still think they win it. All right. Yeah. I'm still, I'm, I'm still saying Rays in three. Either way, let's get to a more interesting series. We've, we, these I can't have... believe I spent so much time looking at the wrong team. <laughs> All right. Hey, all right, well, all right, Brian, I want you to pull up the 2022 Cardinals and the 2022 Phillies, because that's the other 2017 series. Yeah. Cardinals? <laughs> 2010 <laughs> Cardinals. This has to be the right team. It still has Albert Pools yeah, on right. it. <laughs> wait, Ryan Howard's playing in the series? <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, wait, this Cardinals roster looks fine. It still has Wayno, Yachty, and Pools. It's got to be the right people. Oh, wait. <laughs> Uh, oh man. man, that's too funny. <laughs> anyway, Cardinals are going to be hosting the Phillies. What do you feel about this one? You know, I said it to you earlier. I don't really think. I think this series has the potential to be the most boring of all four. I agreed, and not in a bad way, but like no, 
they just look so similar. They're both red and white. I just think it's the same team playing. <laughs> I mean, I mean the other the other series had a whole lot of blue. <laughs> this is fair. This is fair. A lot of navy blue in that Rays Guardians. Yep. Jays Man, Seattle a lot of blue. Lot of blue. Looking at it now. Yeah, the whole <laughs> AL is pretty blue. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um anyway, on to things that matter. Like Indeed. the Cardinals beating the Phillies in 3. Ooh. Uh okay. I'm yeah. a big star power guy. Fair. And I think the Cardinals offensive star power is just better. I and am inclined honest, to agree. The Phillies can't play defense. No, they so. really can't. <laughs> so I'm really like I I honestly this is the one game I'm almost like confident to say it'll be Cardinals in two. I don't know why I feel that way and I feel so strongly convicted so if i give offense to the cardinals let's go to starting pitching so oh the phillies got aaron nola though he's solid and they do indeed they're probably they're probably going nola wheeler suarez would not be surprised if that is the case that's that's a nasty trio and then the cardinals have mikolas wainwright who do you give game one i mean if it almost feels wrong not to give it to wainwright just because why not? They have not announced either that they're the, this is the only series that they just have not announced the starting pitching. I um, mean, I get what you're saying and saying it feels wrong to not give it to Wainwright, but like, I feel like they're not, it really should be Michaelis. It really should be Michaelis. It's really, it really should be Michaelis, but you know, I like Game three for them. will probably be Montgomery. Yeah. He's been a stud since coming over from New York. I don't see any reason they would go away from him. Uh, I do you know what? I think I could also see them doing Quintana easily. Phillies, I, I, Quintana would I also agree. be really good. They honestly, I would be a little shocked if it was Quintana. I'm not gonna lie, he he's kind of bounced around a couple teams. He's, I know he's, he's been, had a good, he's year been this year. so good though. But yeah, but Montgomery, like, actually, man, I, I don't know. Like you trust Montgomery. Yeah, I feel like you. That's actually interesting. I wonder Keaton if Mon- out of the pen, but I I wonder if they if you do Montgomery game one then. But no, no way they do Montgomery game one. Be, yeah. He's been good. That'd be wild. He's been and actually good. Did, something else interesting to note is Dakota Hudson, the like other starter. Mm-hmm. He's actually been pretty good out of the bullpen before in his mm-hmm. past, I believe. So they have another guy they can throw into the bullpen and be good for them. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if we want to talk, if we want to talk incredibly wrong once again and saying that he has not pitched much out of the bullpen. He's not pitched. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if we do want to talk bullpen, though, it's cards all the way. (laughs) Cards bullpen is kind of insane. Cards top end is insane. Yes, but But that's that's all you need. (laughs) Yeah. And actually, now that I'm looking at the Phillies, they have a lot of guys who are injured. They have Syndergaard on that team. Are they going to bring him out of the bullpen? Oh, I Probably. hope not. I hope they start him. Well, they're not in a three-game series. They're not starting him over Nola, Wheeler, Suarez. Yeah, true. Those are your top three, and I don't even think That's there's true. much debate. Yeah, about maybe that they the do. Phillies. All right, yeah, they do probably bring him out of the pen then. But yeah, either way, Phillies, though, have guys like Ryan Helsley, who's been absolutely unreal. Yeah, he's um, insane. He's been just insane. Um, Jordan Hicks has been... A little bit worse this year, um, although he, he, I mean, they flexed him to starting a couple of games. Um, yeah. But Hicks out of the pen is still, I mean, still, that's a dude who 
you know, comes out and throws 103 down the middle. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gallegos is a stud. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think Cards bullpen probably better. Dude, the Phillies but... don't have a closer. Like, Kniebel did it a while. He's on the 68 AIL. I'm assuming we're not going to see him. Probably not. And then, like, Sir Anthony Dominguez had nine saves. What if they just say YOLO and throw Syndergaard in as their closer? That'd be, That'd be sick. So insane. I, I, I love, love that, that idea. <laughs> I love that. That'd be I don't awesome. Know if they'll do it just because he's never really done that in his career. But man, like, dude, he can pump up the heater. Like, he That'd honestly. Be, I'm here for it. I'm I, here for closer. Like I'm here for closer, Thor. Dude. And the thing is, when I look at the series, I think the Cardinals win the series. I think me saying, now that I looked into Philly's pitching, I think saying them in two is a bit insane so i'm gonna say cardinals in three now but my one but is for the phillies to win this they have to get weird and i think Syndergaard becoming the closer might be the type of weird we need i mean we need that type of weird whether or not they win this is fair but in order to win i think that that is like weird is necessary i don't think they win without getting weird uh okay let's see what did noah say give me phillies and two. Oh yeah he's a psycho i love their starting pitching too much i can see that their starting pitchers insane thor making a clutch tunings appearance out of the bullpen so he's kind of has the same thought process about us with pitching yeah the cardinals win the series they're gonna win at least one game with their bullpen which is fair cardinals bullpen's insane i I think he just totally overlooked Goldschmidt and Arenado. Yeah, I think he is missing the fact that they have two <laughs> potential NL MVP candidates on their team. Like, he totally skipped over them. And I, I it's hard for me to say Phillies just because of the defensive. And, and I mean, not to skip over Bryce Harper, who we haven't mentioned his name. He's DHing and he's a stud. But he can't play defense, which is where you need him right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... I look. I'm gonna go with your original. I think it's Cardinals in two. I just think that Ooh. they are just better. I think they're just a better team, and it's they're just that much better of a team. Yeah. But, no, I I agree. I yeah. I'm saying Cardinals in three only because I think between Nola and Wheeler they win one of those games. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's, yeah. Okay, let's go on to the last series. We got Padres versus the Mets. We didn't really mention this in our season breakdown, but the Mets had a collapse. They had first place all year long, and then they got swept by the Braves to lose it. Yeah, uh, unlucky. I, I it's an unfortunate situation for the Mets, but I think you because it's not a one game wild card anymore. I don't think you really care. Yeah, I think there's I something think... to yeah. baseball playoffs are all about momentum. And now that it's not a one game wild card where like it's a flip of a coin, it's a three game series. And I think the better team more often than not will win the three game series as compared to a one game series. Yeah. I think like you're like, OK, do you know what? We get a start on momentum early, come in running from the wild card. I don't hate it for the Mets. Like, do I hate it? Because now you have to play the Dodgers in the next when if you won the division, you would not you have, wouldn't have had to. CS. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. But sure. <laughs> I still think this is the easiest 2-0 Mets on the like. This is the this I think is the more most lopsided of the wild card series. I think the Mets steamroll the Padres into. Yeah, there's a chance. <laughs> there, I, I think it gets chance. a little ugly. I think it gets kind of sad. 
<laughs> like, okay. I think it gets That's, a little okay. depressing. So, I was ready to come on here and say the offense is close. Now that I'm looking at it, it's not close. The Mets are such a better offense. Yeah, I think that this is like so stupid lobs. Like, obviously, like as far as the Padres offense was concerned, Machado was phenomenal for like the first half of the season. He's fallen off a little bit. After that, you've got Cronenworth. Juan Soto. And Soto, who has been objectively awful <laughs> like since the trade so, he's been not do you know what's good crazy <laughs> do you know what's crazy we're saying he's been objectively awful since the trade sorry he's been since a... the trade yeah he has a 790 ops sure, sure, sure. A, a point most major league hitters might not ever see he's been objectively trade. awful by soto standards <laughs> yes this is true um uh, but you know i think though soto in the playoffs he's one of those guys like i was sure. talking about totally jose ramirez could flip a series Juan Soto, like, I I think he's one of the few hitters where it doesn't matter how cold he is. I think Soto just turned the switch at a light. Soto is that guy. I also think Machado can be that guy. Um, yeah. I and just on the other side, also Lindor think can be Alonso can be that guy, and Lindor can be that guy. Yeah. So no, there's a lot of that guy star power, and I mean sure. Josh Bell, like he's another guy who was a guy guy with the Nationals, came over and has done nothing with the Padres. Uh, he is like actually been bad. <laughs> 587 yeah. OPS is disgusting. Mets though uh, have uh, Oakland legend Mark Canna, so they win. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it's but, Mets. I think it's Mets in two. I don't think it's yeah, close. Mets get the batting. Then Mets have also pitching. Mets have also when announced roll out, we got Scherzer game one. That's good oh boy. That, that's that's a, we know what Scherzer does in the playoffs. He yep. He doesn't lose in the playoffs. He just doesn't. Uh, so we're getting Scherzer game one. I'm assuming that means DeGrom game two. Uh, potentially hasn't been announced. I'm assuming DeGrom game two. Uh, and then game three is just like, uh, who do we go with? I mean, they're not bad options. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming Chris Bassett. Probably. If I had to wager a guess, I would say Bassett. But like, but Taiwan Walker could it's Taiwan Walker could totally happen if it's Carlos Carrasco. Yeah, really, not a lot of bad options. Mets have really good pitching. And then you go to the Padres, and it's like, okay, Joe Musgrove probably gets game one. Sure, I had a guess. Right? Yes. Uh, No, you Darvish is is slated for game one. Makes sense. They should have given it to Joe Musgrove, honestly. Yeah, probably. But Joe Musgrove gets game two. Game three, you give to Blake Snell, who's like been good in the playoffs. But like, are we really about to trust Blake Snell? I mean, it could maybe give it to like Colton. No, you wouldn't give it to Clevenger. Probably wouldn't give it to. Yeah, I don't know. The Mets are a better team in every facet. No, they really are. Again, this is the first series where I think bad offense, pitching and relief pitching is all the Mets. I think the Mets are just that much better. There's a reason I think it's 2-0 Mets. Um, The Padres closer has a 7.3 ERA in the last 16 innings. Look, man, Hater has kind of fallen apart. (laughs) That dude is having a full-on breakdown. But, but again, Hater could also, you know, come back and all of a sudden be, you know, the Josh Hater that we know he is. 
Um, yeah, he could very totally easily possible. Do that. But the Mets have Edwin Diaz, which even is that's better. what you want Hater to be, right? <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, anyway, let's see what Noah thought. Noah says that I don't think the Mets are going to be overly shaken by losing the division. I agree. We agree. Um, they still have Scherzer, Degrom, a hundred RBI shortstop, and the Mets with the uh, most RBIs in a single season in franchise history. That would be Pete Alonso um, and a bunch of other dudes. Indeed, they've got a whole bunch of dudes. Uh, give me the Mets in three, but don't count the Padres out of this. Uh, I'm absolutely counting the Padres out of this for the record. Also, just just because I'm looking at it and I see it. Rest in peace, Darren Ruff, who has completely fallen Fallen apart apart. being traded to the New York Mets. (laughs) Completely Giants absolutely fleeced them because they got J.D. Davis that not only like double like J.D. Davis's OPS for the Giants on the stretch is like an 890. Darren Ruff's OPS is a 413. And on yeah. top of that, the Giants got two uh, major league level reliever who the Mets thought was just a starting pitcher not working out. The Giants changed to a reliever was good. And two prospects who are very much excelling in the low minor leagues towards the end of the season. It is looking like a fleece of all fleeces. Just had to throw that in because my Giants missed the playoffs. Um, yeah. Um, know, crazy. Now that we wrap this all up, Noah had an interesting question here. Ooh, I do that I very to ask. I do very briefly before that. Quick, I want a quick rundown just to rehash all of our uh, predictions here because I do want to write them down so that I can see oh, how yeah. wrong we are. Um, Toronto, Seattle. I said Toronto in three. You I were... think I said. I think by the end of it, I said Jays. Or did I say with Seattle? I don't I remember. Don't I want your official prediction right now. This is um, it. Make up your mind. Okay, wait. I said batting goes to the Blue Jays. I said I'll give a starting a push and then reliever to the Mariners. And who's at home for the series? Is it the Toronto. Jays? Toronto. I'm going to give it to the Jays in three, just slightly. Okay. Even though I like my Mariners. Guardians. Do you say Guardians in two still? Yes. <laughs> Fair. I said Tampa, and I think I'm going Tampa in three for that okay. one. You want to write down Noah's too as we go? Yep, I'm going to write down Noah's for, as well. Uh, yeah, okay. so Noah's, yeah, so Noah for uh, for Jay's Mariners, he said uh, Mariners in three, um, so he'll be the only one on that one. Psycho. Um, and he oh, said God. for <laughs> Ray's Guardians. Feel, he said Ray's in two. So bad. Yeah, I feel so bad not picking the Mariners because I'm going to be rooting for them. <laughs> anyway, team that I know we're I think I'm rooting for it. St. Louis. I have St. Louis in two over Phillies. I have St. Louis in three. That's fair. It's fair. Um, Noah has Phillies in two. Philly, didn't he? Yeah. What a psycho. He's <laughs> look. <laughs> Predictions. Like you you gotta go bigger. Go predictions. You gotta go bigger. Go home. Wrong. I've got Mets in two. I have Mets in three. So does Noah. I love this. I don't think. Yeah, there is not a single wild card that we are unanimous on, and that's the well, way it should Mets be. Pod, we're all unanimous on. Mets. Well, we're all on Mets, like but not games. in the game totals, and that's what okay, I care fair about. Enough. I care about fair game totals enough. because. Dude. Yeah. Anyway. So Noah's question is, what upcoming free agent is going to make himself the most money at this playoffs with his performance? Judge. And I think that's an interesting question. Judge. Well, that's the thing. How much more money can Judge really make himself out of the season he's at? Judge. It's Judge. 
it's gonna make a billion dollars <laughs> I don't know how much more his value. Honestly, it's still I think the playoffs could hurt his value more than it could help it. Oh, I mean, maybe that's true. And hmm. then, like, let's see what other free possible. There's Trey Turner on the Dodgers. That's an interesting one. Like he puts himself in more of a light goes off. He could make himself some big bucks, but I think he's already making some big bucks. I like his Dansby Swanson hmm. shout. He kind of gets overlooked with the Braves. This puts some more national media on him. Yeah, that could be an interesting one. Uh, Let me think. Who it's else? It's tough because I don't know who else is a free agent. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at a bunch of of some. some you know, Yachty's gonna ones. add some value to his couch. <laughs> Dude, that's the value you need. Um, I can tell you who's I gonna guess. have probably have the least value. Uh, Joey Gallo probably. Um, he could help his value. He goes off in the playoffs. He can make himself some money. That's true. With the Rangers. This is possible. I don't really know, though. I, I don't know if he could. I don't know if anybody would sign him to a contract past like two years. Just out probably of being not. scared. He's going to pull a Chris Davis, but he might get some money. He yeah. should go back to Texas. Well, I, can, I can throw out a handful of upcoming free agents at you. And we can go see for it, go for what it. you might think about them. Um, let's see. We can get Tim Anderson as a club option, but well, Anderson up playoffs though, so, but so not can't in make playoffs. Himself money. But can't make himself <laughs> in playoffs. Hey, 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 but still, upcoming free agent. Um, yes, yes, postseason. Yes. Obviously, Dansby Swanson, Trey Turner, both uh, yes. talked about studs. Some, some of those guys. Um, yeah, could definitely Mitch Haniger. I yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like we're looking at the wrong side of this as in looking at position players. I feel like pitchers make themselves money in the playoffs. Sure. <laughs> I don't know True. what free agent pitchers there are. Shamanaya, Kluber, Clayton Kershaw. Did Clayton Kershaw count? I don't think that counts. He's, I mean, no, because he's not leaving the Dodgers. No, he'll never leave the Dodgers. That's, that's not real. Um, I think Ross Stripling could definitely make himself some money. That's a good one. He can make himself some good money. Stripling kind of historically has towed the line between relief and starter, and this year he kind of fully went, like, started off as relief, and then with uh, Hyunjin Ryu going for Tommy John, he basically became a full-time starter, and he had one of the best seasons of his career. Um, he could absolutely add even more value coming up in this offseason. Could definitely see that being a thing. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, those are probably probably the biggest ones for me. I, I think like Dansby is a good someone. one. Though. Do you know who could make himself some money? Syndergaard. Yeah. If he has a good. dominant playoff postseason, I see him as someone who can make himself some money. Mm. But mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a tough question. There's so many different like factors to it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of angles for it. A lot of well, options. You it is a good question. This week? Uh, oh, Jordan Montgomery, I think, is also a free agent. Oh, that's a great one. Montgomery. But I feel like the Phillies yes. have to go, or the Cardinals, mm. he's on the Cardinals. The Cardinals, Cardinals have to go deep in the playoffs. Uh, look, I'm yeah, ready for it. I want to see the, the Cardinals Yankees World Series, and I want to see Jordan Montgomery <laughs> throw a perfect game. <laughs> Dude, imagine if that happened. I don't want to see the Yankees, the Yankees in the World Series. So down bad. Oh, please, oh, no. It's probably happening. No, no, it's not. No, don't even say. I'd rather see the Astros. If um, I had a bet on one team that was not named the Dodgers to make the World Series, it would be the Yankees. <laughs> it would be the 
Texas Rangers. You are <laughs> insane, my friend. <laughs> I was insane at the beginning of the year. <laughs> and nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Nothing and at all. <laughs> with that, we will see you not next week. We'll see you Sunday. Yeah. Minus me, though. Yeah. Well, Monday. Um, we'll be oh, talking Monday. about things on Sunday, but yeah, we'll release the podcast on Monday. So it won't be another weird midweek release. Well, Don't worry. See you guys later. I'm not going to leave you hanging for that long. We're not mean. Goodbye. Oh, we're still going. No, we're still going. Okay. We're still hey, going. Uh, so how's, how's life? It's pretty good. Yeah. We get playoff baseball, it. dude. Playoff baseball. Football. Nice? Basketball's coming, man. That's great. Trifecta. I'm about to be so happy right now. Hey, you know dude. what the best part is? Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole in practice today. Isn't that's, that insane? That's funny. That's not what I was going to say, though. Uh, I was okay. going to say what that my say? favorite part about baseball playoffs is that neither your team or Noah's team is in it, and I find that hilarious. You know, uh, 